Welcome to another edition of 68 Shining Moments presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Today, we talk to two of the stars of that VCU team that went first four to final four back in 2011, Joey Rodriguez and Bradford Burgess. All right, now pleased to be joined by uh, two guys off the Cinderella team back in 2011, the VCU Rams. Uh, we'll talk to Joey Rodriguez and Brad Burgess. Burgess, sorry. And uh, guys, how you guys doing? Doing I'm well, good, man. man. I'm good. Well, is it is it crazy, Joey, to think this was ten years ago? Ten years ago that you made you look like you know you're still uh, 18 years old. <laughs> yeah, it is crazy, man. It's crazy. Time flew by. Uh, it, it it is wild. You know, we were supposed to do this whole big 10 year event at VCU. They were telling us for the last like two years, so. That part of it stinks, but, you know, hopefully next year we get over there. Brad, I want to know what it was like, because I know you guys, um, I guess limped in is probably the right way to put it into the uh, the NCAA tournament. You didn't finish as strong as you would have liked. Uh, you got knocked out of the, the CA tournament um, by ODU, if I remember correctly. Yeah. What was it like on Selection Sunday? What were What were you doing on Selection Sunday, and did you think you were going to make the tournament? Um, man, we were all doing our, our, you know, own thing. Um, there was no watch party, uh, guys like weren't really trying to just think about it, had their minds, just try to put your mind on other things. Um, I actually had gone to get, we, I think we were off. I, I had actually gone to get some five guys and, um, like I came back to my, my apartment and, um, you know, I was just sitting down, I knew the show was on and, um, you know, I was getting my food ready at, at the, the dinner table and uh, I was like, man, let me just turn it on, you know, see who's getting selected, see what's going on. And I promise like two minutes later, I see, you know, VCU versus USC in the first four, um, you know, in Dayton. And then I call my mom and I'm like, mom, like, guess what? We, we about to go to the tournament. She didn't believe me for about, you know, five minutes or so. But um, yeah, it was it was just. The, and then what, what really got us is like Joey, he lives in an apartment like next door. And I just heard him screaming. Like he was out there running and we have a courtyard in the middle of our building. I just, I just see Joey and, and hear Joey yelling and screaming in that, that whole uh, room over there. And then, you know, next thing, the whole like complex is just in an uproar. And then probably about 10 minutes later, coach calls us and tells us we got to go to Franklin street for practice. Was it crazy, Joey? I mean, did you did you think you were you were out like going into that thing? I uh, I actually thought we had a chance. So you know, we played pretty much the earliest conference championship game. We played early in that week, and throughout the week, like I just kept following along. We were kind of we we're like next four out. Sometimes we weren't even on there, and everything just started going our way. Like teams that were on the bubble were losing; they were getting out. Like stuff just kept happening and happening and happening. And when we got to Sunday, uh, Jerry Palm had us in. And he had us in not the first four. He had us like in a game. So I was like, wow, you know, we have a chance. So I was tuned in. I was locked in. Ed Nixon was watching cartoons. Like I was like, bro, what are you doing? Uh, That's great. And then once we, once we got in, I lost my mind. So first four, I mean, you get yeah. in there and is it one of those things where you're like happy to be there at that point and you're just playing with house money or, I mean, you didn't think first four Brad to final four was a possibility. Did you? Um, not initially, 
but I, I knew, you know, if we got a chance to get in, we we're going to make some noise. Um, I can't, I can't say I honestly knew that we'd go straight to the, to the final four from there, but I was, I was imagining like sweet 16, maybe an elite eight, but, um, obviously, you know, we just, just hit the ground running and never looked back. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're an 11 seed. I mean, you start off and, and you go to Dayton and you, right. I mean, you took care of USC pretty easily, didn't you? I mean, the first few uh, games were pretty. Second, yeah. First half was a little bit rough, but right, second first half. half you start off. That's right. That's right. And then, yeah. We got going second half. Yeah. And then you get going second half. Then you blitz Georgetown, right? You killed Georgetown, didn't you? You're in yeah. Chicago at the United Center. And those two games were both kind of easy. I mean, am I wrong? Like they weren't close. Purdue? No. No, it was always, it was always like that, that end of the first half where we go on a little bit of running and come out. Um, you know, we'd always talked as, as a team, the coaching staff were good with uh, telling us about the first five minutes of the second half. And, um, you know, majority of those games is kind of where we've kind of set ourselves apart and, and what, one of the runs. What's your favorite memory from – we won't even get to the Final Four yet. What's your favorite memory from first four and maybe that 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 first weekend in Chicago at the United Center, Joey? Uh, definitely, I'd probably say the uh, the Purdue game. You know, after we – Purdue was supposedly the best defensive team in the country. Uh, they were really locking people up. They are playing well going into – I think they were three seed. And, I mean, it was – we're in Chicago, so it's all Purdue fans. We had, like, a little section across from our bench. But, uh, I mean, we got rolling that game. I remember Brad had a block shot. He blocked somebody. I saved it. They threw it back to us in transition. It's like a three-on-one, and we pull up and shoot a three all night. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, this is one of these games. <laughs> so, uh, that was definitely – your boy Robbie was on the bench. That always was <laughs> – your boy Hummel was on the bench. Luckily, he wasn't playing. But, uh, yeah, man, that, that, that was definitely the one. Didn't you put up almost 100 – like, right? I mean, you put up – yeah. A lot of points yeah. against that Purdue team. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. We, we made a lot of shots. And, you know, the thing was that a lot of people, you know, they in conference, a lot of teams would switch us, yeah. which would give us some problems. And we played, you know, these bigger teams are going to do what they do. And they were leveling ball screens. We were able to come off and read rotations. And we are just lighting them up. We'll get back to the show in a minute. But first, let me tell you about our partners over at DraftKings Sportsbook. With March Madness beating down our door, DraftKings is the best way for you to get a little action in on the game. If you've not downloaded the DraftKings Sportsbook app yet, what are you waiting for? It's the safest, it's the most secure, it's reliable, and it allows you to safely deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. And this week, they're offering my listeners a pretty sweet deal. If you sign up now with the promo code FIELD68, you can turn $1 into $100 if one of the main event fighters in UFC 259 this weekend lands a single punch, that's it. One punch to turn a dollar into a hundred dollars. And don't worry if MMA isn't your thing, DraftKings Sportsbook offers odds and promos on basketball, hockey, or whatever sport you're watching. But since they're basically giving away a hundred bucks, you might as well sign up now, watch a little UFC and remember to use that promo code field 68. That's field 68. You must be 21 years or older. The offer is available for a limited time only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Well, that was the thing. Like, teams in conference were, were got used to playing you, right? Your style. Right. But but when you're – especially when you're playing a team on, on you know, one-day prep, really. Yeah. yeah. 
for a team like Purdue, that that's that's not easy, right? Playing against you guys. No, no we're playing with house money. We're not right. even at supposed to be there. At that point, you are, so. aren't you? Yeah, like yeah. you're we're playing, playing with loose. House money. Yeah, I mean, how yeah. how much, you know, Brad? Like that that whole run, and, and we'll go for it to the Sweet Sixteen. That was your first like close game, right? You're playing Florida State. Mm. They take it overtime. Take me through. You got you were the two guys with about what ten seconds left. That play, what was it like, Brad? What what were you seeing? And then Joey kind of chime in with 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 that play and getting him the ball. Man, like I, I always when people ask me this, like I always I, in my mind it was just always like, man, I, I was just just like God, just give me another chance, man. Because during the game, like I would make a move, make a good move, get past one defender, and then another guy was there at the rim, just like sending my shot back to, to the three-point line so they had like, like eight footers they did yeah yeah so i was like i i just James. i need one more like normally you know just all year long you get past one it's pretty much smooth sailing to the rim but these guys they fly around like everybody is you know their starting lineup is is six three and up and all athletic and and, and lanky and obviously you know our our deterrent was shooting a bunch of threes which we made and um you made a you made a bunch of threes you and brandon rosdell <laughs> made a bunch of threes brandon made some uh you made some uh yeah some other people make some but they did good again they, they shut skiing down that was like the one yeah, team that yeah. really did well against skiing but i mean yeah. <laughs> let's be honest you saved us you and brandon saved us that game they want <laughs> I, I i don't forget in the second half they want zone and we we're really worried about their zone and mm. the kid Rosell came off the bench, and I think he scored like, I think it was like three or four possessions in a row. He had like two threes. He got in the paint, mm. made a crazy layup, and they got yeah. right out of the zone. That was a big stretch of the game. Yeah. What do you remember from that last play, Joe? The game one. Uh, you're down so one we, in overtime, uh, right? Down one. Yeah, down one in overtime. Yeah, we missed a ton of free throws. I remember one time out, I was like crying because I missed a couple of free throws. Yeah, you missed you missed some. some I missed a lot throws. of free throws. Yeah. Yeah. I I just imagine my dad in the stands like cussing me out the whole time, <laughs> but uh. We called Darius the play. Darius had a big game that game too, by the way. Darius, game too, Darius yeah. had a big Darius game. Darius was good. Um, we, they called a timeout when we came out for the first play we were going to run. I think Coach and Kyle Getter. Kyle Getter did our inbounds plays. Did he? He was our double at the time, yeah. And he changed the play. We huddled up, changed the play. And uh, I just saw they didn't come together on the switch. Brad did a good job of slipping. He was right there. He got it. He went up. It was slow motion because they had a ton of shot blockers. <laughs> I don't know if he was yeah. gonna try and dunk it or if he was gonna yeah. try and lay I, it out. I thought about it. I thought about it, man. I, I promise you, I did. I don't know but, if you know uh, this, but Brad Brad's nickname at VCU has been Big Shot Brad since his freshman year. <laughs> we played uh, Richmond and he had a huge three, and like everybody gave him the name Big Shot Brad. We actually <laughs> thought we were playing well that game in Richmond, and we go into halftime. I think we we're up like six. I'll never forget that Richmond. Game. I know I'm getting off topic, but Coach Grant lit into us that game. You remember that at halftime? Yeah. Yeah. The Richmond game. We thought we were playing really well. Good lead on the road. And, like, we got in the locker room, and it was, like – Killed you. I was, like – I was, like, shocked. I was, like, bro, what? I thought we were playing well. But, anyways, Brad made the layout. We get back on defense. Longest seven seconds ever. Brad uh, – Brandenburg gets a block and blackout. Don't remember you're that. Going, you're going to the Elite Eight, and you're yeah, playing man. Kansas now. Like, you're playing yep. Kansas. Like, the Morris Twins – they're loaded. I mean, they're talented. They got first round picks. They got everything, right? I mean, this is where like the Cinderella story ends, right? That's what everybody thinks. There's no way you're going to the final four against Kansas, right? What what was that game like? 
how much shit were, were the Morris twins talking? What, what was that like? Pre-game, they were talking some junk, but it was nothing crazy. To be honest with you, once the game started, man, and, you know, they went on a little run early, we responded, and I think we got their respect with how we came back and played and just the looseness and aggressiveness we were playing with. Uh, Rizel hit the three in front of their bench and started talking shit to itself and everybody. Yeah. And, like, from that point on, we were mad confident, and that kind of just took us into the, the rest of the night. Brad, what, you win that game. You beat Kansas. Now it's first four to final four. Like It's like the craziest story ever. I mean, seriously, it's like nobody can believe it. Because, again, the first four, I won't lie to you, like the first four, I'm usually packing my stuff while I'm watching the first four. I am. I'm packing to try to get to whatever site uh, that I'm going to. And, and, you know, a couple of the first four games are usually not very entertaining. And then there's a couple that can be. Um, but, but you guys – Going first four to final four, like when it happened, did it hit you, Brad? Like what you would accomplish after you beat Kansas? Uh, for sure. Like just, you know, with, with our fans just being there, our families being there. And then, you know, you get in the locker room and everybody's like, man, look what's going on back home. And then you just see the whole, you know, Broad Street is flooded with, with students and, and, you know, people from the city. It's, it was just uh, – just just like a, a an amazing feeling man and then we get back there it's like two in the morning and our seagull center is just filled just with a little welcome party for everybody just just so excited to be a part of what we're doing did you guys party that night like be honest like what did you guys do that how late did you, did you sleep at all that night what did you do Ask Brad if you woke hey, up for first take in the morning. Hey, yeah, hey, Jeff, man. <laughs> yeah. There's an interview. It's on the internet, man. We were supposed to be uh, in a first take um, interview. Ed was the only one that made it. And you can just tell by the way Ed looks on camera, man. Kinda... <laughs> how, how that night went. Man. Was it worth it not to, to miss first take? Uh, I mean, looking back on it, it's like, damn, I could have been on first take. But, I mean, when you're in the moment, man, and, you you know, you're a college kid, obviously, at, in the, the Final Four and just everything going on, man, it, at the time it was worth it. But, I mean, I, yeah, it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was that week like, Joey? Going up, now you're the Final Four. Like, yeah, is, mean, it, it was... is it different now? Like, are you still just feeling like, hey, we're playing with house money, now we got – but you got Butler. Now again, Butler's yeah. Butler's got a name to him, obviously. Right. Um, For sure. But but you know, still, are you are you clearly the underdogs, and you're just thinking like, hey, you know what? We still got house money here, even though we're playing Brad Stevens and Butler. Uh, we, I mean, we were really confident at that point. Like we we thought we could definitely win that game. Um, for me personally, I was hoping it was Florida. Like Chandler was on Florida. Yeah. everybody knew like how hype I was to like hopefully play them in the yeah. final four. So once yeah. I got in, I was kind of down already. And then, uh, but even leading to up add, to can that, I like, add to that, Joe, can I yeah, add to go that? Ahead, bro. Just, go ahead. Um, you know, working with, with coach Donovan last year and uh, Mark Dagnon was the head coach this year. Um, you know, I was always joking with them from uh, every now and then last year, like, man, y'all the reason why we didn't win a national championship, man. We, we, we uh, would kick uh, their ass in that uh, game. All they too. had to do was beat Butler, man. All they, that was that was the last piece we needed the SEC team <laughs> to, to complete the puzzle, man, and 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 that would have been it. But um, yeah, that what, was. What do you uh, remember? 
what do you remember about that that final four experience what what stands out the most about the fact that i mean again it it's you go from anonymous yeah two weeks ago right i mean two weeks ago nobody knows who you guys are outside of you know really outside of for sure yeah, the area, right? Yeah, outside Virginia, of in Virginia, where the, the conference. Yeah, that's it. I mean, the conference and, and whatnot. And now you're like rock stars, right? Everybody wants yeah. a piece of you. What was that yeah. like? We couldn't go to class. I mean, we couldn't really walk around on Broad Street anymore. After the, the parade deal, when we got back to the arena, we got police escorts everywhere. I mean, it was, it was just like completely different, to be honest with you. Like, they told us no class, you can't go to class. Uh, it was just, it was just wild, man. Like we can walk to the bookstore. There's spots that we always go and eat at. Like we're getting flooded by people, autographs, pictures, like all that stuff was great, but it was, it was completely different for us. Yeah. How'd you stay focused, Brad? Uh, just going to the gym and like, I mean, <laughs> just being honest, man, you say, you know, no class, like I'm just going to chill in the room, watch TV and get on the video game or just go, go <laughs> to the gym. So you didn't, classes were canceled for you guys like basically like hey you don't have to worry about class because i mean our, our advisors like sophia uh our advisor sophia hort right she's been there for for a while was a student there was actually the best. a tennis player there um you know she's great getting us with teachers that you know cooperate with us through, throughout everything so we were getting our work and stuff we just weren't really in class yeah yeah, it's like these, like like these days, right? You did it, you know, virtually without the yeah, everything's virtual without now. Zoom, without Zoom, <laughs> for sure. Um, so the Butler game, yeah. Give me so kind of me off. yeah. Go go ahead, go ahead. I mean, it, how, have you watched me, it? I know you didn't yeah. watch it up until a few years ago, maybe. Yeah, it took me a while to to rewatch that game. I probably didn't watch uh, the full game probably until the last couple of years. Um, you know, just to go back to your question in the beginning about just how, what it felt like uh, those those pre practices or those pre um, like shoot arounds where it's open to the public and it's not that many people there. You know, they had like the senior game that day and stuff and fans can come in. It's cool. And, and you know, you get to see just being in the big arena and stuff, but like walk running out there before the game. Man, and you see, Crazy. you know, obviously at, at that time was a record. Um you know, almost a hundred thousand people. And it's just, you go, it's, you see the one stand that's got this, the fans like in a football stadium. And then you kind of turn the corner and it's just like, just a, a wall of people, man, just uh, up in the heavens. And it's just like, this, this is real. This, this is it. We yeah. here. My thing was like the, the, the front row was like Kareem, president yeah. Bush, yeah. coach K like Bayheim. Yeah. And at that time, like, we never saw those dudes. We never saw any of those guys. Right. So like they never to see all those guys, you. they never <laughs> recruited us anyway. But to see them at the game, like in the front rows, it was wild. Were you nervous? One thing I will say about the stands is part of the problem. Well, I mean, I I don't know if Joe can speak on it too, but um, like being able to we, uh, every game, you know, you're always able to locate your parents. That was probably the yeah. one game that year I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't find my parents. Like I had to actually like look and and actively search for them. Yeah, there, there was a there's always a comfort level seeing them. Yeah, so sure. that, that was different for us. Were, for sure. were there nerves? I mean, again, that big of a building, that big of a stage. I, I know, again, the, the it had started to escalate for you over the course of the last couple of weeks. But that's a different, totally, uh, you know, situation. 
Yeah. Were there major nerves or no? Yeah, I mean, that's the one game I had crazy goosebumps going into it. It took two shoving Mac buckets early to be like, all right, snap out of this. Let's go to uh, to kind of get out of it. But, I mean, just the whole introduction, seeing the video, um, the anthem, like the huge flag on the court, like all yeah. that stuff was just like completely different. Like it was – I got wobbly legs at the time, to be honest with you, just sitting in there and like you watch this your whole life and you're actually yeah. like here a part of it. It's It's incredible. Yeah. And like um... – I'm a big routine guy, and throughout uh, the the tournament, man, we were just doing things that every game we had done, we were trying to just like, don't change it, do the same routine. And I told guys like, hey, we haven't gotten haircuts yet, don't get no haircuts. And guess who got a haircut, Jeff? Joey. Joey got a haircut. Who got a haircut? Man, got a haircut, I got a haircut. I messed it up, yeah. Then I shot one for nine. See, you had to look good, didn't you? Had to look good. Man, you look Think, thinking about the, the wrong stuff, man. Yeah, thinking about the wrong stuff. Ring, man. It's hard once thinking you get to that, that stage. It's it, it, it's hard, right? I mean, look better with the ring, man. So, all right, I'll end it with this. What's the most memorable part of of that first four to final four run, Joey? What what was it? Um, I'll give you two things. The first one was. The Florida State game, that ending was just being from Florida and going through that, like, that was the best basketball moment I ever had, thanks to Brad, mostly. But, <laughs> I mean, that game, that moment, winning that game, when, I mean, that team was dominant. That's still one of the best Florida State teams I've ever seen. So, to, to beat them when we're not playing our great our best game, that was crazy. And then uh, just the whole, like, SB experience. Yeah. Like, we can have a whole segment on just – some of the stuff that happened and some of the people we were around and yeah. going to James Harden's house and all this other, like crazy stuff. Yeah. The stuff yeah. I couldn't so, get because I was still an NCAA student. Yeah. Brad, Brad couldn't do anything, by the way. Brad, Brad <laughs> couldn't get any, any of the gifts or anything because he was underclassman. He had to come back next year. <laughs> so we got all the upperclassmen getting all these gifts when they're bringing you around this stuff and Brad's just <laughs> following us around. But I mean, that, 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 that whole deal was, was awesome. And looking back on it, like doing that with all your boys that you're still friends with now, like, I mean, nobody take that away. How did that change your life, Brad? And just um, for me, I, I would say, you know, the whole tournament, like that whole month and, and change, like it was an out-of-body experience for me, I, I would say, just to be, you know, brutally honest. And the one of the, the biggest thing for me, I also would say, is like the aftermath, the, the effect that it had on the city, especially being a hometown kid. You know, it's it's uh, the university has you know flourished from it. The athletic program has flourished from it. Like every every sports team, you know, they had might have had various endorsements or whatever. Everybody's Nike. Like the the spirit team is Nike. Like everybody's is getting their their gear and stuff now. And I just felt like that was a a direct um, you know response to to what we had done. And we got the new practice facility. And, um, you know, just the, the people that want to be connected with, you know, those three letters and, and, and the black and gold is, is um, you know, a, a direct re, uh, relationship with our success in, in that season. Well, listen, I, I appreciate you guys uh, joining me. Uh, first four to final four VCU. Nobody will ever forget that. Uh, maybe the ultimate Cinderella story. 
2011. So I appreciate it, guys, and uh, good catching up.